0: Hello and welcome to the St Emelin's Podcast. I am Simon Cowley. I'm Natalie May. And Ashley Liebig. And for once we're all in the same place, which is... No, it's Copenhagen. It's not a difficult question. <laughs> I I was going to say extremely rare. Yes, extremely rare. So we're in Copenhagen at the teaching course, which is the first time it's been held in Europe, I think. Yes, that is true but it's been all over the place it's been in new york costa rica australia south africa we did a bit in south africa i seem to remember yes. international conference and it's an amazing course um over three days where we look at i suppose it's the interface between traditional educational methods and the new stuff the social media stuff the technology enhanced learning so quite a range of things um, to do And today's been day one, been great. Great faculty, great students. So we started off this morning with a really interesting session and a really interesting icebreaker, which I think I'm going to plagiarize and copy.
1: Yeah, we made some business cards. So I got all the participants to take a large piece of paper and design uh, a logo or a symbol that represented them, write their name, their email address, and then an informal competence. So something that they're good at, but that has nothing to do with work. Then I got them to pair up with somebody they'd never met before, Share what was on their business card, and then we went around the room, and everybody introduced the person that they'd just met. So everybody was up and talking. Everybody was talking about somebody else rather than about themselves. But they were also deciding how that they wanted to be portrayed. So um, thinking about who they were as a person, what defines them, and I think that's a good place to start for the half day of ZenMed.
0: So, why did you choose to do that particular exercise rather than the usual sort of simple icebreakers like, you know, what's your favourite car or what's your favourite fruit?
1: fed nicely into some of our zen med themes so we've been thinking about the kind of holistic approach to the clinician about wellness which is something that george talked about we can talk about that in a second Um, about bringing in those themes of identity and understanding the self which is something that Jesse really talked about in his his section as well, and how that underpins our responsibilities as clinicians and as educators. And we thought that was a good place to sort of start the day.
0: So one of the things I think we've tried to do on previous courses, this is only my second teaching course, but I know some of you much more experienced than I am, is to get meta with stuff so we do things and then we tell people why we have done them so that they understand that we're actually practicing educational concepts as we go along on the course and that's certainly something we're going to expand on a lot tomorrow so i thought that was really interesting and i got quite a lot out of that and i felt that i I learnt more about the participants on that exercise than we typically do so I thought it was quite powerful Then we went on, we heard from Jesse Spur about the overlap in concepts between sport, performance, resilience, training and medical education He challenged us about the concepts of this idea of work-life balance and whether it actually exists at all and I think I kind of agree with him on that to be honest but quite a lot about how to stay healthy and how staying healthy in your personal life affects your work life as well
1: Yeah, he talked about um, resilience as a muscle and how we can train it in the same way that elite athletes would train. So, prehabilitation and protecting ourselves... In advance of, of injury or action or whatever the stresses we're going to come up against, some ideas around actualization and then potentially some rehabilitation afterwards. I thought that was quite a useful model for thinking yeah. about
0: resilience. And one of the things I thought about, I guess, afterwards is that if you do imagine your resilience as a muscle, then you also have to recognize that it can get injured if you overwork it and you overuse it, and that then your rehabilitation process is going to take a little bit more time and be a little bit more um, tricky to do. So then we went on, and Robert Lloyd joined us. So Robert's done quite a lot of stuff on the blog for us, for St. Emlyn's and for the EMJ blog. And he was talking about his personal journey when working in South Africa about how things really were very difficult and very, very challenging when he worked in one of the big hospitals down there, Kailiche Hospital.
2: Rob's experience there hit home for me. I think the his ability to be honest about where he was in his space and reflect and really take corrective action at the time was really important. And so today he focused on the concept of purposeful practice and cognitive reframing, and then some references to black box thinking, all of which he calls his manifesto, which he details in his blog, which I think is just an extraordinary piece.
0: I think it's incredibly insightful. I don't think Rob mind, but he's, he's relatively junior in his training, but the amount of insight and his ability to communicate that is is actually remarkable. I've heard him speak before. Again, I was very impressed today.
2: I think he's phenomenal, and that's really what we're supposed to be doing is continuing to grow future educators and future lecturers in this in this arena, and I, he just knocked it out of the park today.
0: So then we went back to a little bit more about uh, mental health and wellness with George. So George Willis talked about, again, about his personal journey. Did you know George Willis used to play professional football? So he's a, he's a really interesting guy, um, emergency physician from Baltimore, Great educator, I've heard him speak. Fantastic presenter, and he got again. He it was a very personal. You call it the EM Zen Day today, but it was a very personal day, and he shared a lot of really interesting thoughts and fears about our colleagues and about their mental health and well-being, what we can do to improve that, particularly around trainees because that's what we're talking about. But very insightful work.
2: I also thought I appreciated today that he talked about his own well-being and how sometimes his career and his personal life collide. And those decisions that where we have to make and the things that which I thought, interestingly enough, came back to your point that we um, the exercise that we did later about the things that were most important to us and how those things would how those things would conflict with our careers.
0: Interestingly, it's very tempting when you do talks like that to talk in sort of abstract terms. And I think when you bring a bit of personal story into that it's much more powerful and I thought we heard a lot of that today and Natalie you took that one step further again when you actually asked people to get very personal about themselves with your exercise do you want to tell us a little bit about that
1: I do and I don't because I don't want to give it away because I absolutely love running that exercise I think it's okay, really powerful but in essence it's a prioritization exercise and I can tell you the bit that comes at the end so it's called touchstone the idea being that this I'll admit it's slightly made up story about African warriors going off to war with a stone in their pocket with the most important thing to them written on it. The idea that that's the thing they fight for. That's the thing they're standing up for. But also that's the reason they want to stay alive. And we go through a a, a process of discovering what that thing is for the people in the room. And for nobody, is it anything to do with work? It's all about family, usually you know friends faith those kind of things that often get left behind when we make decisions about going to speak at conferences or taking on more responsibility at work and I really like the exercise for just reframing the decision making that we go through when these opportunities are presented to us I wanted people to go away thinking before they take on the next new thing is this going to cost me something in terms of what's most important to me
0: And again, I think that reflects this kind of concept of the meta within the course, is that you're actually asking people to do an exercise, which was initially an abstract concept, which then talks about somebody else's personal experience, and then it becomes their personal experience. And actually that journey through the learning is one of the things that I think has developed very, very nicely on the course. In the afternoon, a bit of a change of pace, really, we had a workshop workshop led by Salim, Julie and Sandra looking really at the social media and how that's influencing and changing the way that we engage in medical education and the thing that I like talking about a lot at the moment is a concept by Julian Stodd that we're now in the social age of learning so we've been through the industrial age we went through the technology age and actually the technology age we think we're in it, but actually the technology has been pretty well established for a period now. It's how we're using that technology in a social format. There's some really interesting discussions about the different platforms, about you know even things like whether Twitter has actually reached its peak and it's going away, whether we should be using Instagram, which is why we're experimenting with Instagram on this conference. Some really interesting ideas there. And the culmination of that was an exercise to...
1: Develop a new brand. Mm. They were working around some new social media concepts, the social media experiment, and developing a new brand with some of the principles that they've been talking about in the context of being out there in the social media community. So I think there's going to be more on that coming over the next couple of days. It'll be interesting to see where that goes.
0: Yeah, and all that work that Julie did around how you can develop personal learning networks. And it's interesting when we looked around the faculty today that this group of people who've come together and are having a good time and are helping learn and helping educate and getting better themselves. The linkage that brought us together was the technology and the social nature of it.
2: Absolutely. All the time when we, we get together, I'm always just blown away. Even today in the room full of the 60 people that were here, 12 countries were represented by both the delegates and the faculty. And I think that that's a really important piece is that this is this is a global phenomenon and we're all working together for the same goals.
0: Okay, so tonight we're obviously going to spend the whole time in the hotel prepping our talks for tomorrow. Absolutely. There'll be no fun or frolics, <laughs> and then we are back tomorrow for <laughs> more. We're doing a lot more on feedback tomorrow, aren't we?
1: No, we're not. We're we'll doing it tomorrow. <laughs> it's simulation and learning. Yeah, I knew that because, because I know
0: exactly. I'm doing feedback, but it's not till Friday. So when we were doing the exercise about the characteristics, I did not circle organized. No, I was aware of that. We haven't talked about that either. Um, so we also did a
1: Johari window exercise, which you can find out about on Twitter. Yes, organized, not something that I identified as one of your key attributes.
0: Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> let's call it quits for tonight, and we'll hopefully get back to you later in the week. And it's just lovely to be here. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.